For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Scott Wells was an undersized center out of Tennessee, selected by the Packers in the seventh round of the 2004 draft. He was cut after training camp that first year, but signed to the Packers practice squad. Now, a seventh round draft pick that doesn't stick, that's pretty common in the NFL. But this one never lost faith. I remember talking to my agent and just saying, at least my foot's still in the door. And he said, yeah, he said, that's it. You have an opportunity, you gotta wait. You gotta make sure that they recognize you every day and you'll get a chance. And when you do, do something with it. Those reps on the practice squad are important, aren't they? They're huge. Special teams action was the first time really that I got in a game, I was a kickoff return. Um, it took an injury for me to even be activated, which is unfortunate for Mike Flanagan who was injured, but it was what I needed to get in, to, to be, and really what a lot of guys need, young guys need to, to have an opportunity in this business. So uh, I came in a situation where they had a loaded offensive line. I was the only offensive player drafted that year in a year where they drafted, uh, I think, two defensive backs, two defensive linemen, a punter, and myself. And so didn't have a whole lot of picks. And I remember coming in, I had Clifton, Rivera, Flanagan, Wall, Tauscher, and then behind Flanagan was Rugermer. So you had, you had an experienced veteran guy already in the lineup, uh, a, a you know, pro bowler in the lineup at, at with Flanagan, an experienced veteran guy behind him, and I'm trying to crack that, that top seven, top eight offensive lineman somehow. And the injury occurred, as you mentioned. You're on the active roster. You're playing special teams, but it's not long before you start, right? I mean, all of a it sudden. It was during that year. Um, I remember the game. I don't remember the exact date, but I remember we were playing Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Uh, which to this day I'll say is the most hostile environment to play in in the NFL. And I remember Gray sprains his ankle. I have to go in, and I remember a lot of things. I remember how hard uh, Jeremiah Trotter hit. First time I've been hit in an NFL game by a linebacker that hard. I remember snapping the ball over Brett's head on one play and Brett running and getting it. And then when we got back in the huddle said, hey, thanks, you saved a sack. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, He's like, if I'd have caught that ball, there was a free hitter. He said, the fact that I had to go get the ball made him miss. <laughs> and he threw it away. But I, was, I said, he just had, he had the uncanny ability to do that because I think he knew clearly I was a little stressed at that moment. And uh, first start was against Detroit here the next week. And they had Sean Rogers, Dan Wilkerson. They had a strong defense, really solid team that year. And uh, I remember Mike Wall sitting in film with me. Uh, before making sure that I knew my my different protection adjustments and I remember uh, Marco putting his arm around me one day and just saying you got this kid and those guys really embraced me which helped kind of ease ease me and, and ease some of the stress. For them to embrace you too and, I, and partly out right. of necessity they needed to make sure you knew what you were right. doing but nonetheless for that to happen and the coaching you were getting from the players including Mike Flanagan who was out with injury right. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. What did that mean to you? It means a lot. To this day, when I see them, I still feel part of the group, which uh, is amazing for me. And to come in and to, to come into a room that's as closely knit as that room was, 
you had you had a guy like Larry Bechtel who had had the same group of guys for a while. Uh, they were a running machine with Amon Green. Uh, you had a Hall of Famer, Brett Favre, behind them. Uh, a lot of strong talent in that room. And, and to come in as a seventh round pick and then to fight off the practice squad and then to have those guys welcome you into that environment was, was huge. They never really pushed me out of it. It was more me not really knowing where I belonged until that moment, until that first started. Wells bridged the era from Coach Sherman to Coach McCarthy, and more importantly, from quarterback Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. I want to go back to 2007. You guys are in Dallas. It's a big Thursday night game. The two best teams at that point in, in the NFL season are getting together, and Brett goes down fairly early in that game, and Aaron Rodgers comes in. Right. What did you think? Uh, if I remember right, we were losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't real close, I don't think. I can't remember the exact score, but I remember we were losing. I remember Aaron came in a situation, and Dallas was on fire at that moment. They were Everything seemed to be working well for them, and offensively things weren't working well for us at that moment. Brett goes down, so your leader goes down. You have a guy come in that um, you know, we had seen in practice running the scout team. Right. He had a lot of talent, but now we're getting to see it in a real game situation and in a less than ideal situation on the road against a really strong opponent they're leading and Aaron came in and handled it now we didn't win the game right but he gave us a chance mm -hmm. and he did a lot of good things with that football and the moment was not too big for him and I think that was just a uh, kind of an insight to the future and that uh, how good of a player Aaron really is. And that was the first time I think I really noticed he's legit. And it could because he handled that situation extremely well. The 2010 Super Bowl run was far from easy. You know, the Packers lost 16 players to injury, eight of them preferred starters. Nevertheless, they were the last team to qualify for the postseason that year. Scott Wells can identify a key turning point down the stretch. For the eventual champions. A uh, big point in the season right then, we had to circle the wagons. We circled the wagons and we focused inward. And we really had to focus on what can I do individually to help this team win. And everybody had to do that. Am I doing my job? Uh, don't, I don't want to worry about is you know, my left guard doing his job or is the defensive tackle doing his job? What can I do? And you really start looking at that and, and, and you really start saying, I need to put my best foot forward each week. Then as a collective whole, everybody does that, you have a chance. And I think even in that moment, we, none of us doubted how good we could be. I think a lot of us felt we were underachieving. We'd lost every game that year that we had lost by four points or less. We lost close games. Even New England game, I think, was a four-point loss. So uh, going into New England with Matt Flynn as your quarterback, uh, really untested at that moment, and he played fairly well. And we knew that we had a chance, that we needed to just do the things right that we had been told to do right and that we could. And we had, to, we, had, we had, I think, what, two more games coming up that we had to win. I know we had to win the last two games of the season to even get in, and that was the whole thing is if we can just win this week, then we'll focus on next week. So by the time you get to Philly, you're in mid-playoff form, right? Correct. And then you win that game, and then you go to Atlanta, number right. one seed. They spend the whole two weeks telling their fans to get loud in that dome and the whole right. bit. 
And um, it was one of Aaron Rodgers' virtuoso performances. Talk a little bit about that game. What do you remember from that game? Uh, I remember one going in with a huge chip on our shoulder because they'd beaten us earlier in the year in a tight game. Mm -hmm. And we felt like we let that one slip. So we, we were going in saying we owe these guys. And we again, so to add to it, it's the next game. It's a one-game season in the playoffs. Uh, we felt like we had their number going in. Um, that we, we've really felt like we were the better team. And Aaron, again, played phenomenal. Defense played amazing. I remember they had a couple of picks, uh, which was huge for us. Gave us a big lead, really put Matt Ryan on the ropes. They had to throw the ball to try to catch up most of the second half. So, uh, again, that was when we started really hitting our stride. Because if you remember the previous week, it came down to an interception to win the game. In Atlanta, we started hitting our stride. And I think when that game was secured, that was a moment we said, all right, we are, we, we felt like we were the best team in the NFL. Okay. Now you're going to Chicago for the NFC championship game. Two legendary franchises meeting for only the second time in the playoffs and meeting in Chicago once again. Um, all that momentum of Atlanta, you guys got off to the good start. I remember the first couple of drives, but then it became a dogfight from there. Talk a little bit about that game and what you remember from it. I remember our defense knocked a few of their key players out yeah. early. And it was some of their backups that came in and actually started moving the ball for them offensively. And I remember, uh, you know, it was a, a struggle for us offensive second half to keep moving the ball, but I remember our defense stepping up big. I remember B.J. Raji having a big interception. Yeah. Uh, the big whole Raji shuffle thing, and which I know the Packers fans love. But, uh, again, that was a total team win. Again, so to build off of what had happened the previous two games, every, all three phases of the team had to chip in to win that game. Talk about the Super Bowl week. What was it like for you guys? I mean, the sleet and snow and everything, what was that like? The whole experience of the Super Bowl? Uh, one, I remember... Same thing you just said, yeah, trust your preparation. That was the key, focus. It was, it was focus on what you need to do. Focus on your job. Don't get caught up in everything outside. Uh, the Super Bowl, there's a lot of festivities that go into it, big party. Stay focused on the task at hand. Yeah. I think the sleet helped us. <laughs> How so? Because you couldn't really go out and do anything. Oh. You were stuck in Las Colinas at the hotel, yeah. and it wasn't really safe to travel anywhere. So you went to practice, and you were at the hotel. I think that helped us. There were, there were fewer distractions because of that. What was the moment like when you guys finally won? Uh, it was amazing. I remember being the only one who started shaking hands. Everybody else was celebrating, and, and I was so into the game that I treated it like any other game, and it didn't really register with me until probably five minutes after the game what had happened. But uh, it was huge coming back uh, after we flew home, seeing everybody here, the crowd of people just really made you see how big a deal it was for this community. Scott Wells' final snap to Aaron Rodgers came in 2011. He then moved on to St. Louis for his final three seasons. Few seventh-round draft picks get that kind of mileage out of an NFL career.